0: Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Frank's Unsolicited Advice, and today I am lucky to have my brother Tyson here, back off deployment, seven months gone, he's here with me today in the house, and I'm going to bring another brother of mine, a brother of mine from in, in, in Christ, a, a young man that I met through my wife, his name is Paris Cunningham, and we're going to bring him out today, we're going to talk about him and his his uh, what he's doing with himself, what he has planned. How he, where he's moving, where he's at, where he's from, get it going, and and go that way. So Tyson, say hello. And Paris, here you go. What's up? What's up? So Paris, uh, you know what I'm saying? This is yeah. This is about you. This is about you, brother.
1: Oh no no no. This ain't about me. This is about this is about French unsolicited advice.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> you gonna get the advice today, brother? I'm gonna ask the questions. I'm gonna be on the other side. No. Um. So tell the people where you from, bro.
1: Uh, all right, so where am I from? Um, born and raised, born in Arizona, raised in Atlanta, lived my adult life in New York City. Uh, and then I got sent to New Jersey, where no one from New York wants to go.
0: Nah, <laughs> nah not, not, not really. <laughs> Nobody wants to go there. But we're going to we put a pin on that why, why you ended up in Jersey and get back to yeah. that later. So what brought you to New York, brother? Uh, brought me to New York.
1: Well, basically it was about, you know, I grew up, I was doing ministry in downtown Atlanta. Side note, funny. Uh, I was just reaching out to one of my former preachers over in Atlanta, just congratulating them. I saw they got like some, some press. They had, uh, Mr. West, Kanye West visit their, uh, their center. I mean, these guys. I started off working with them. They were inner city ministry, helping you know get people, you know, uh, rehab. Uh, they they're really big with helping women get out of sex trafficking situation, housing. Uh, for them, we did a lot of school camps. Have a huge kitchen there that they feed, do breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the community. Um, and so you know what they do at City of Refuge out there some great stuff. But that's why I started learning about ministry, uh, learning about how, uh, you know, the Bible isn't just something that you sit back and preach to people on Sunday, but it's really about helping meet people's needs and change people's lives for real. So that was huge to kind of experience that. Worked with them for a few years. Eventually, um got the opportunity to lead a campus ministry in New York city. So, uh, yeah, I took, I took the chance, you know, you get a chance to go out New York. And uh, then I realized I was in the Bronx, got stuck there for 12 years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the, the boogie down Bronx, you know what I'm saying? Boogie down there. When nobody really wants to go either, bro. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That ain't true bro No, I yeah, love the Bronx I'm from the Bronx Listen I love yeah, the Bronx I know. You know what I mean um, <laughs> So you've been doing ministry For how many years now?
1: Um, now going on at least About 15 years 15-16 okay. years of
0: ministry 15-16 years of ministry And you're, you're married right?
1: I'm married to a beautiful wife My African queen I got two kids uh, They drive me crazy I love him to death. My son, my daughter, Maximus, and uh, Paris Jr.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and hey, listen. So, um, the 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 funny thing about it, right, Tyson? Because when me and me and Paris met, um, we met at—I I don't remember—we met at a game at a, a game night at his house. We was playing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what he's playing, but they they start asking Ooh. questions about hip hop, and you know, of course. Oh yeah, they, they're not gonna they're not gonna last, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they thought I was like, you know, bro. You,
1: you get a discussion, you get a discussion with Frank about hip hop. <laughs> he's like,
0: you let me tell you about let me tell you about Rakim and, and <laughs> yeah, they were they were shocked they were shocked it it like yo wait a minute. Who, who's this Puerto Rican that knows about hip hop? I said, I'm from the South Bronx, baby. You know what I'm saying? Get your life together. So he gives brother, me his number. He gives me his number. I gotta go to Pete Cola for Officer Recruiting School. And uh mm-hmm. he's calling me, bro, and I'm curving him, bro. <laughs> I'm curving. Guy. Cause you know, when Nikki's saying, you know, to go over the Bible talk, I'm thinking he's gonna come out with this. You know, like like Lutheran, you know, bob one hand and, and trying to put the put it on my forehead and, and repent the demons. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. So I, I was very apprehensive. I was like, man, forget this dude. I ain't even messing with him <laughs> <laughs> from Arizona anyways. He don't know nothing. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I get back and I'm on leave, man. I go negative in the hole. I, I just I took more leave than I'm supposed to take, brother. And uh, mm. Paris like, yo, so when we meet Paris and Frank, Frank Sambu, he was like, uh, when we going to study the Bible? I said, well, you know, we could do it today. Let's meet up at the coffee shop. So now I'm just easing into it. And right. I always tell him what got him, what got me to fall for him, you know what I'm saying? And and, <laughs> and, and stick with it was that he didn't come at me with that. Right. He didn't come at mm. me with that Bible with a forehead and repent your demons. Yeah. Um. He he came at me in a different angle and it got me to talk. I don't think i I don't think I was stronger to fight those demons. The what? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's that's how he got me, bro. He got me good. He did. And that's he how it's did. supposed to be. Yeah, that's... Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. and, and you know what? Tyson, when he was... Not this deployment. I don't know if you did a this deployment but I know his last deployment, he was being... He was holding Bible studies on a ship through his uh, pastor in California. Yes, well, I was. Because he's from the Bay Area. You know, his his wife and him live in San Diego, where he was stationed at before. So when he moved out here, his his uh pastor still kept in contact with him. Yeah. I got
1: emails from my pastor, emails from my minister. All the time every week I get the Bible studies and I can see the lessons online, all that stuff.
0: Yeah, so he and then he was taking that and translating it to the people on the ship to spread the word. So I think that's dope, you know what I mean? Because not too many people do it. A lot of us rely on the chaplain to do it. So mm. meet Paris, you know what I'm saying, going to church. And then we he we started doing something. That I feel was dope for me, and it helped a lot of the brothers out too. Was that we would go eat afterwards, or Amen. either women? We just go by ourselves. That's, that's why it's called break bread. Yeah, and we would go to we would go to App, uh, Applebee's. Right, we went to the same Applebee's every yeah. time, bro. Every and, time. But the thing about it is, and, it, and this is why I wanted people to know who Paris is, right? Because I'm I'm a firm believer: get your flowers while you're alive, not when you ain't when you're not breathing no more, right? Exactly. So, um. Even though I'm older than Paris, but I still go to Paris for for guidance. You know what I'm saying? Like I I did recently, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel that not only does he give me sometimes the the answer I don't want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's the wife, Frank. You gotta you gotta you know that's the wife. I'm like, man, bump that. But <laughs> it, it's when we get together, it's always a a, a positive vibe, and we we don't mm-hmm. we're not scared to tackle the issues at hand. So we would get together. It'd be me, Paris. Frank, um, Rob, uh, Malik yep. at times, and, and Eli, if he had time, because Eli worked mm-hmm. uh, nights as a bouncer, you know, security, so he sometimes wasn't able to, you know, he had to go back to work that night, so he it, we'd get together. But we wouldn't just talk about sports. I mean, church, mm-hmm. we talk about sports, hip-hop, uh, society, yep. the the what we saw, you know, how we would change things, how the impact on our kids. Right. Kind of it, conversations you and I have, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just with with them, and it was it felt good. So that's that's why they call it fellowship. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey. it's, it's, it's always good to have fellowship. You're right. It, it builds that camaraderie. You know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't always have to be about church. It could be about like you said, anything. Yep. And that's and, that's mm-hmm. why I keep him with me. That's why I keep Tyson around, bro. Because he, hey, just just give it a fight. Let's go ahead. <laughs> you know we 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 doing it big today, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm happy because I got both my brothers on here. So Paris, you got me. You get me baptized again. You know what I'm saying? You did that. Uh mm-hmm. it was on Facebook Live. And yeah, I didn't do that. We 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 yeah, established a, No, it was the good, but through you, through you. He you were his <laughs> voice. You was the the messenger, you know what I'm saying? He sent you. And I didn't shoot this messenger. So um yeah. <laughs> But now, you tried, so, homie. So what happens? We start talking, right? We start talking about you you stepping up because for a while, you know, you run the church but you're not the main guy. Uh, um, mm-hmm. I'm saying you need bigger and better things. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to recruit you to leave wherever I go to afterwards and I would follow you yeah. to your church and what happens yeah. next? What happens next, Paris?
1: Frank left me by myself. <laughs> in LeBron <laughs> by myself <laughs> brother's like I'm going to Green Pastures I want a backyard
0: <laughs> Bro, don't, see see you're breaking one of the commandments cause you're fibbing right now you're fibbing <laughs> so since he's being modest i tell you what happens he gets an offer the good lord sends him an offer what was that offer Paris no
1: no you know it was you know this is a complicated if you don't tell the story you gotta tell the story well tell the story brother um you know, so so basically, we were doing ministry in New York. Um, and I love the Bronx. Love my ministry there. Uh, they raised me, trained me. But I think just um, we were at a point where, you yeah, that know, that echo is killing me. <laughs> oh, really? It's, it's like, oh, I hear myself. And I'm like, does that sound right? Well, but, you sound good on my end, brother, so just keep talking. No, nah, that's good. That's all that matters. Like, <laughs> so I'm sitting here, and... You know, at that time, the ministry we were leading was over 500, you know, members, but there's only, the only people on staff with me and my wife.
2: Mm.
1: And, um, you know, the way I've learned to do ministry and I believe with ministry, but it's, it's real personal. You know what I mean? I never wanted to be that guy that's like on oh, the stage, you see me Sunday, but next time you see me, that's it. You know, me and my family, we love to be involved. We, 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 we build, you know, we spend time with people. We invest discipleship is life on life. That's what changed me. And so, you know, but us being the only two on staff and a lot of stuff going on, um, what I found myself was running around doing a lot for the church and not doing enough at home. Um, trying to be this minister on Sundays, but in terms of like really giving time to my wife, being the best I need to be for my children, it was just, it was crazy. And, I, you know, I always believed that your first ministry is your, is your family. And so, me and my wife, we talked about some things and, you know, we love the church and we're like, you know what? We want to stay here, we want to help build. Uh, but you know what, being on staff at this level with the stuff that we got to take care of, you know, we just had two, you know, my daughter was, was just born around this time. And, uh, Mina was out, you know, she wasn't even one. My wife was pregnant. And she was like, yeah, if we don't have another child, it, you, we can't do it like this. <laughs> you know? Like, busy. Like, busy. Busy, busy. Yeah, busy. like, yeah, like we, we, this, this there's something that something gotta give. And so, you know, we made the decision that we we're gonna step down, step out of ministry, um, and just get, you know, secular jobs, but still help help the church build, we disciples. We're gonna serve regardless of what we do. And so So we made that decision and um, you know, we told God we we're, like, we're gonna pray for about you know, we're going to pray fast for about a month. Then we're going to let the church know at the end of the month, you know, and we're like, God, if you, you really want us to do ministry, that's your plan. Um, then, you know, you make it clear. Um, so, so we were praying fasting about it, you know, that was the month of January and we were, you know, we were like, by the end of January, we're going to talk to people about it, bro. the, The 28th of January, you know, we ended up getting a call from the lead evangelist there. And he's like, you know, Paris, uh, I, got, I got a, you know, a brother called me about they're trying to start a ministry out in New Jersey, the a smaller church, and, and they asked him, would you be interested? He's like, I was going to shut him down, because I know that y'all are just committed to the Bronx, y'all just here, <laughs> but I wanted to, I wanted to first just talk to you about it. And, you know, it's funny because in that conversation, the beginning of the month with me and my wife, one of the things that we were sharing was when it comes to ministry, we feel that ministries are calling. It's not uh, it's not a job uh, that you apply for. You know, like if God wants you to serve at this capacity, then you'll be called to do it. Uh, you, we're not going to put any of the applications out to go like apply for a job in the ministry, you know, we're disciples, we're always there. Uh, but, and that was like high definition, we talked about that, because I know, you know, some people were asking, so are y'all gonna apply for the church job? We're like, nah, it's a, it's a calling. We I was called to come to New York, you know. Uh, someone reached out and was like, hey, can you help us with this? There's
0: always a purpose and, for everything. And,
1: yeah, man, and so, bro, that's exactly it, because it was like, once once this brother shares that with me, and again, me and my wife are praying like, hey, are we done? Are Did you serve? We served our purpose? You know, it's time for us to do something different? Like, amen. But no one has ever called us <laughs> to go somewhere else. And so the minute we're praying about this, and then this brother comes and asks, and I'm like, okay, yeah. And so we're like, you know what? Let's check it out, and again, once you said it was New Jersey, I was like, man, that's like a that's got to be the Lord, because there ain't no other reason to go to New Jersey exactly. <laughs> no. <Or a> <laughs> You know there ain't no other reason.
0: When, when we spoke you know. about it and i told I told him this, I said, I wanted him to to elevate himself, right, not to say that he wasn't the man in the Bronx, but it wasn't his own, you know what I'm saying? in the Bronx I feel and I, and I I went back to that church a few times after it wasn't the same once he left once him and his wife left um and I feel it's because he brought a level of youth to reach out to the young young ones but he also brought the level of maturity and respect to reach out to the older ones so like Paris would be like mm-hmm talking to people 50, 60, like, yo, you need to come to church more, and blah, 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 and checking them. And they bowing their head like, my bad. Sorry, sir. They felt that Holy Ghost Tomato. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Holy Ghost Tomato. They were like, and I'm like, man, this dude, man, tell that dude be quiet, bro. like You know, but, I, you know, I was just, I would joke him. I would joke him because at the end of the day, I respected him too, you know what I'm saying? But but he was, in my opinion, my opinion in the Bronx, Paris and, and and Z were the glue that kept a lot of those people together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh kept us in, in in check. You know, with with not so much in a bad way, but kept us true to what we were doing because you you would call us out. You know what I'm saying? Like when when uh, what's our boy, bro? Married to to Nicole. Uh. Vaughn, Vaughn would oh, come to church because he get in his bag. You know, <laughs> Paris be like, "Yo, bro, what's up?" And, and he, but I, like I said, it, it was it was um, it was more of yeah, a lot I, of checking. I think just go ahead.
1: I think it, it goes back to just you know, it's brotherhood. You know, what I mean, like I I love the fact that y'all were able to check me. You know, what I mean, there's times you gave me advice about my kids and and, and me and my wife, and I think like. The whole thing with with any level of spiritual leadership and any level of leadership in general, it are you accountable to the same things that that you say and claiming that other people need to be? Can people really like connect with you and talk to you? And and that's something I always love, man. Like in the Bronx, like I don't think it was a me thing or a cutting hair thing. I just think it was a Bible thing. Like we all were like Yo, we in this together. You know, we trying to raise our kids. We trying to love our wives. We trying to dance in our careers. We're trying to we're trying to build something. And in order to do that, we need support. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't do it by ourselves. So, so the fact that like we were able to be we grown men in the Bronx and we sitting down making fun of how Frank thinks Jordan is better than LeBron. <laughs> But then we can flip and transition that conversation and pivot into into like, you know, well, are we taking our wives on dates? You know what I mean? Like, man, are we spending some quality time with our children? Like that level of support, that's just
0: brotherhood. Yeah. You know? And and you know, to, to to go back to what you just said, uh, I'm gonna hit you with this
2: <laughs>
0: first off, Jordan is better than LeBron, <laughs> hands down, all right? All right? Let's not go there. So, you, you're gonna get another one for playing yourself
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: now, but but real talk,
0: no, um, that that whole thing, you know, you you went to Jersey, obviously, you're in Jersey, yeah, you brought your you took your, your talents to, to Jersey. And, and um it was sad to see God. you go but at the same time you know me and Nikki was moving north anyway to west point um yeah and and with everything you know you you taught us something now we had to go out there and teach others you know what i'm saying and that that yeah. goes for myself Malik um well the Rob, whole crew Rob followed you i don't want to hear that he followed you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, Rob, Rob. <laughs> Rob didn't cut the it, umbilical cord he went with you true. Rob, Rob's out here but I think that's dope because it gave you somebody to rely on. You know Oh, that was uh, a bad thing, bro. Exactly. We you know, went
1: from again, it was a again, you we uh, bro, we're in this area called Mercer County. I ain't never even heard of what's a Mercer, you know you know what I mean, like um,
0: It's a disease. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> the it's the four brothers, you
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is this? But um, you know, and then you know, I get here. It's a unique area, you know. I was like, "Oh, Mercer is Princeton. Oh, it's Trenton, and Princeton and Trenton are two different places."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One, <laughs> one has a school; the other one, Jay Z, sold drugs in. So let's give it
1: up. You know I mean? <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is this ain't this. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorta of in the Bronx, but I'm not really in the Bronx. You know, what i mean? like. And so uh it was a blessing to have, you know, this brother Rob come up with me. I love him the best. You know, I'm him and his wife and them. And the ministry was only twenty three people when we got here. You yeah, know, it was a small group. You and, know, and where God, are you saying
0: that right now, brother. Will you say that right now?
1: Oh, this guy. This guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, Rusty, the problem, bro. <laughs>
0: you gotta talk that talk, bro. You can't, you can't sit ain't there. No, no, say. no mate. What? You said twenty five. What's the number right now, bro? What's I'm the I'm num- just saying. I'm just saying that when we got here, it was a smaller
1: group, and that was different coming from five hundred.
0: Oh, okay. You know, and a- answer bro, the question though, Paris, bro. What is bro, the number okay, you said mind. it right now? We.
1: we, we you know, it's been great to see how God has been working. You know, uh the ministry we've been able to see in what we've been here what, two and a half, about to be three years officially. Yeah. And we're all the way up to seventy five. Look at that. You know, we got we got a great campus ministry at Princeton University. Uh we're able to see within the past two years about twelve people get you know, baptized there. That's awesome. And um and that's been great, you know. Someone who went to Lehman College is a, is a the chaplain at Princeton University. I'm like, that's a that's a that's a different ball game, man. Yeah. That's the Lord. That ain't <laughs> But you know, but that's
0: that's again you was you're the messenger. You know what I'm saying? You're the person bringing the message that was picked to bring it. Like Moses, you know what I'm saying? So you you are freeing certain people from what they captive in in their life and giving them eternal like when they pass them. Everybody needs some sort of vessel. Exactly. Or are that vessel. And you are that vessel. So, you know, um, one reason I wanted to bring you on here was because you put on Instagram that you were coming out with a podcast, right? And I, I'm all about supporting people, bro. Like, I, I support... Anybody that support me, and even if you don't support me, I still support you because I want to see everybody win. You know, I'm like a DJ Khaled, you know what I mean? so um, DJ Khaled. <laughs> I want you to, so what's the name of your podcast that's coming out?
1: All right, so, uh, now I appreciate that, Frank. And that's, that's the other thing, man. Like you, I've always shared this, is, is I'm like, especially with our people, black and brown people, we got to make sure that we are our number one supporters. I think we spend so much time and energy trying to get other people to support us when we need to just pull back and acknowledge how much power we have amongst ourselves,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, like this level of support, lifting each other up, building each other up. Um, I just think it's huge. So even with, you know, the podcast I'm doing, I know me, Frank, like all of us, we would talk about this stuff all the time. Like <laughs> the I'm like the conversations we have, the, the last time we spoke, how long was we on the
0: phone? We was on the phone about three hours, brother. Three hours, Right, Three,
1: three, mm. something hours. Different people coming in and out the conversation, it's like a group thing. And it was literally we talking
0: shenanigans about hip hop. We was talking about hip hop. Let's just keep it real. <laughs> we spoke we three hours on hip hop. But but what uh-huh. makes it what makes it great? Hold on, put a pause on that. Let's come back to that. You know, <laughs> but what makes it great is the people that are in the conversation, right? And and you know um, when I said that Rob went with you, it was like a blessing, right? And 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 it it it, he helped you, like he gave you that support, that brother to talk to. Like when when I was in P Cola, I was going through some stuff, and God said, "I'm gonna put this man next to you, and y'all gonna take Mm. a test together. And the only thing in common you're gonna have is a fraternal organization. That's it, right? Mm.
2: You
0: know what I'm saying? And then from that point on. Because of that fraternal organization, we decided we we became close, close enough to where every day we was in Pensacola that he was a student, he was there. We was hanging out, and then we lost contact. You know, he came to New York with his wife for a wedding. We went to BBQs in a, a, a in a in Twenty Fifth Street, yeah, yeah. met up with them, and then you know lost contact again. So I come down here last May. He's like, "Yo, Frank, you in town?" He comes over. Close as hell until he goes on deployment, comes back mm-hmm. off deployment, spent time with his family in Cali. Where's he at my house? It's because certain yeah. people, or God put certain people in our place in, in, yeah. in our lives, I should say, to that support. And it's genuine it's genuine relationships. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That it doesn't matter whether um and I believe that him and I would have spoke regardless. You know, right. regardless. We're both Virgos, you know what I'm saying? We, we both in the Navy, joined the Navy, I think, a month apart, or a yeah. week apart. I don't even know. It, it was a month and a week apart. Yeah, a month and a week apart. Ooh. So we got the same time, come from different uh, uh, sides of the coast, you know what I'm saying? Backgrounds. And backgrounds. Background. But we have some of the same values and morals. And I think that with you and, and, and the fellas, when we get on that call, and, and we, and we got to look at it like this, so... Me and you are talking right now. Tyson's in the conversation. We're all older. And then we we you add in Malik that's younger. You know what I'm saying? And I say younger because he is younger in age. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. also doesn't have a family like we do. Um yeah. mm-hmm. he doesn't have children single like. We brother. Do. Yeah, he's a single brother. So his views and aspects on things are a lot different than ours. You know what I'm saying? His struggles mm-hmm. are a lot different than ours. You know, if we if we get in the mood to make love, we go to our wives. You know what I'm saying? Him exactly. staying true yeah. to the word, he can't do that. You know, he, he's, he's got to pray about it like, oh, Lord. Help
1: and see, me. And that, was, that was the problem. You know, Frank would always make fun of him with that. I'm
0: like, Frank, you got to support your brother. Don't be doing that. Oh, thing. don't he's do me. Do right don't thing. do me like that, bro. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I never, I never knock these brothers for keeping it a buck, bro. <laughs> See, this is why I don't mess with him. This is why, <laughs> you see, it's because people like you that think LeBron is the greatest is why I'm laughing right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but three hours on the phone. Three hours on the phone. Um, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I called him for advice. Mm. I called Paris for advice. He gives me the advice. He tells me he's not feeling well. He's going to quarantine. And from yeah, that, I think, yeah. I think uh, Malik calls in because he was in the area, and Paris like, yo, I don't think you should come by, because I'm, 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 I'm not feeling well. I'm quarantined. He's like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. And we get on the phone. It's him <laughs> and some other kid. And who was the other one? Uh, um, I think Corey. Corey, Corey was right? on the phone with us, and we're talking about hip-hop. We're talking about generational, who came before, who came after, yeah. uh, legends, you know, in our eyes. Uh, Tupac. What yeah, whatever. Um, he's, from, he's from the East Coast. Um so uh, whatever. <laughs> hey, 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 raised in the West.
1: Hey, hey, no, he wasn't. No,
0: he wasn't. He was raised in B More. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> but um but that that came up. Right. Pop was one. Um yeah. and we start talking about different people. Uh we mentioned E forty, yeah. we mentioned Bun B, we mentioned different but it was a conversation. But you see the thing about it is that even our conversation that deal with hip hop have a meaning behind it. The, the culture, it it goes back to our upbringing, background, storytelling. What was the truth wow. behind it? You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you got this podcast coming out that we've talked yeah, about. Yeah, man. So, now, what was yeah. what made you do it? What made you say? I know what made me start mine. So, what made you start yours?
1: I think I think the thing with me, man, I feel God has blessed me with the opportunity to just meet some different people. Like I feel like. I've, I've been blessed to talk with people from, who are doing some incredible things at a high level um, you know and I've just met people who are doing some incredible things that nobody knows about you know what I mean and I just know people who are just great thinkers and and I was like I'll, I'll sit down and have all these conversations even like that conversation we had three hours about hip hop but I'm like, do you know the nuggets that were dropped in that conversation?
2: Yeah.
1: Like, like the history that was mm. going on? One of the dudes is getting a PhD at Fordham University about hip-hop. Mm. You know what I mean? So the, 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 the knowledge, Frank, coming in from living, being born and raised in the Bronx, you know, experiencing the, the journey of hip-hop, you know what I mean? And could speak from a ground-level place. You got another brother speaking from an academic place. And then you got another brother who's just, he, he's young. So some stuff he said made. <laughs> he's, he's speaking from a different part of sense. his body. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. But, but what I was like, I was sharing was, oh, in my mind, I'm blessed to be able to sit in so many seats or be in the room with so many people that just, I think are just beautiful thinkers. And I always sit back and I'm like, I wish the world could have heard this. Like, even like that conversation, I wish the world could have heard that. That was, that was great. We, we sit back and we listen to people talk about shenanigans all the time. And sometimes the stuff is cool, but it never goes deeper. Like, that hip-hop conversation, we started sourcing in on, I think we were talking about how many of these people are genuine.
2: Yeah. like
1: Or is it characters? Mm-hmm you know what I mean, like caricatures, like has hip hop become, you know, like one brother was like, I feel like now it's become, it's like, like people a are characters, they're yep. not they are gimmicky, it was yeah. gimmick. Yeah, gimmick. And then we're like, we're like, well, if you really go back, it's kind of always been gimmicky if it's mainstream. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we, we start talking about NWA, we start talking about all these, like we went back and, and, and bringing up the hit, and I'm like, that's a unique conversation. And it opens the door to a perspective that many people wouldn't have
2: mm-hmm.
1: or or be looking into. So yeah, you could talk about crazy stuff, but can you go deeper with it? So that brings me to the podcast. Uh, you know, I call it abstract tinkers. You know, and, you know, tinker tinkers is somebody who, like, just, you know, playing with stuff just making it work, seeing how it works, seeing how it could be better. And I feel like I'm blessed to be around a lot of abstract tinkers. People, people who are They they think different, but they're trying to figure out how can we make the world a better place, you know? And I wanted to just have a unique conversation with them, man, and put it out there for the world to hear, and hopefully it can inspire someone and help people to think differently. Uh, It can put different people, um, you know, on the spot to just uh, hear what they're doing. And so, uh, you know, I have a, a lineup of guests and different people who are just doing some incredible stuff. Um whether it's that you know millions of people a million dollars are backing it or if they're just trying to raise money or they're using their own money to do something great. It's just hearing what they think about life and what inspires them to do
0: what they're doing. And that's good. That's what's up, man. That's that's definitely what's up. You got to get that word out. Yeah. And and you know what yeah. made me think about it and and, and want to get you there and you actually answered the question I was gonna ask you next, right? So you, I, you can, I'm glad you did it because it just we cut straight to it. But um, the 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 thing that I, the reason I was happy for you to do this, man, is because like you said, you, you're gonna offer a different perspective. You're gonna you're gonna get that, and it, like you said, a lot of the conversations we've had, even me and Tyson had in the past uh, with others, is is uh, it's unrecorded. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. we're not famous. It's not like we have somebody with a a a, a boom mic over us the whole time. <laughs> what are you gonna say today? You know. So these conversations, even at work, I I know Tyson probably had him at his job. I know at my job, I've had plenty of conversations with my coworkers. And what I love about those conversations is that it's truly aspects from like the point of views are from different places. I'm I'm Puerto Rican. Um, one of my and, and most of my coworkers are white, so they're bringing the aspect from Georgia. From Ohio, different areas. And we're and we're having that hard conversation without throwing stones at each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're having that hard conversation without leaving them mad at each other. We're having that hard conversation, learning how to love each other more. You know what I'm saying? And and understand each other more. And when generally when I say hey brother, what's going on? It's a real hey brother, what's going on? Not hey, just girl, a, what's going on. Exactly. And you know, I I I've, I feel that I I'm I'm looking forward to hearing you know, to be honest with you, because um, I know you're going to bring things to the table that some people don't want to bring, you know. Um, yeah. You put a post up on Instagram a couple of days ago and you said uh, um, you was talking about what we're going to do next, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you were saying um, d- you know, d- defund the police. What else? You know, do this. What else? So, with everything going on right now, you know, and and I I know we've been talking so I don't want to take too much time up um, but your take on what's going on right now, bro? We had to, you know, we had the cops uh, shoot this uh, young man, Jacob Blake, in the back. There's a yeah. lot of different stories circulating. I'm not a reporter, so I don't know them all. Uh, we have the young man yesterday that shot three people, killed two, on that uh, Black Lives Matter protest in Kenosha, which he got mm. arrested today. Um, but that's just two things that's happened over the course of let's say five years that's led to many deaths. in our our world and not just and it's not just about sometimes yes race is important but as from a Christianity standpoint we're we're killing ourselves you know what I'm saying as humans so what is your take or how do you feel about what's going on right now?
1: Yeah um, yeah so you jumping in there let's do this but I mean I got a lot of thoughts on this stuff and uh, this stuff is tough it hurts uh, you know, I posted uh a simple post. I was like, Yo, no word, no slogans, no hashtags, just reform. And uh I was talking about it's kinda like what I shared earlier. I feel like, you know, when you look at everything that's going on, you know, I was hearing stuff like, Hey, hey, what we're removing statues and uh and we're painting Black Lives Matter on the street you know, and we're we're doing these movies and there's all these songs. But I'm like, y'all giving us nothing that we ask for. No one asked for statues to be removed. <laughs> no one asked for Black Lives Matter to be written on the street. We want reform.
0: Want action taken.
1: Yeah, and I'm like I'm like, you know, I was talking with my wife and I'm like, look, we just saw the Senate pass uh an approval to, to, to pay $25 billion to keep the post office working. All right. And I was like, but they couldn't pass no stimulus bill.
2: Right.
1: But they kept the post office. Why? Because the election mm-hmm. and what does the election mean? That's for them. And I was like, again, they're not fighting to get the things that are dealing with the people. And, and I'm like, we, we still haven't had no laws changed for what's going on with the police department. There's no, there's no accountability still. And I'm like, we can't get comfortable with slogans, paintings, and statues. I was like, we got to be, like, laser-focused. So for me, I'm sorry. I just, once I saw this, I was like, we just need more. We need to push the right stuff. And we got to stop getting distracted. So, I know I, part of even with the podcast, you know, I already got a couple episodes lined up with just sitting with some community organizers and the police department, you know, and really talking some of this stuff out and helping to host a forum where we could talk about this and what are some laws that we need to push. And I was like, if we're going to put a hashtag, hashtag this law that needs to be put out there, we're going to mm-hmm. paint some on the street, paint paint the name of this law that we want, you know, dealt with. Like, I just think we need if we're going to have rappers do a track, do a track about passing this bill. You know what I mean? Like
0: Yeah, we we uh I had a I had a conversation. Tyson wasn't here. He was on deployment. So I had a conversation with a few of my boys, one from Brooklyn, one from New Orleans, and one from the Bronx. And uh we was talking about how in the Navy we have something called the Uniform Code of Military Justice. And in that yeah. that letter of the law for us, it really pretty much makes it black and white, and there's no room for interpretation. You know, um, yeah. you we mess up, we get held accountable. It was actually in my episode of police brutality, I talked about um, how if I'm you know gun qualified, I, I'm to carry a nine mil, and I shoot someone, mm-hmm. and it doesn't meet certain requirements for me to shoot them, I'm, I'm going to trial, and I'm most likely I'm going to jail. I'm losing my yeah. pension. You know, I'm, I'm being yeah. going from a a chief to E one, you know what I'm saying? And that's it. There's yeah. no there's no room for it. And it's not there's to no say no and it's but the battle. Exactly. There's no and it's not to say that there isn't racism everywhere, because there is. But we yeah. have that letter to the law. So you can't get past the fact if X you know, a person X shoots person Y, whether race, color, creed doesn't matter, were they in the right to do it, if not then why did they do it? You know what I'm saying? Did they use their non-lethals yeah. before they went to their, their firearm? You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that me and Tyson were talking about with Jacob Blake. There's so many stories circulating, but why didn't the cop just tase him? And if he didn't, you know, you have now they have tasers, so you have the non-lethal, right? And and I also yeah. feel like that with the I this is how I feel um is our our people need to do better. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had saw a, a video of in the Bronx, two guys robbing a man and his wife and kids at gunpoint in an elevator. And then I said, but people want to defund the police, do away with the police, but who's gonna protect us? We're not even protecting ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you look at the beginning of what Crips and Bloods was, it was to protect the neighborhoods from outsiders, to protect the elderly, you know, to protect what's yours. They're not even doing that now, you know? I know. You know before that, you look at the Black Panther. Right. Exactly. So the Black Panther party. Yeah. So, you know, that that's that's where I'm at with it. I I, I don't touch me, ma- like I don't watch the news, bro, because well, to me it's depressing. Well, we You know, I'm talking to even with Christians.
1: You know, we, we can have this mentality, and a lot of people in the church got mentality like, oh, you know, we shouldn't be focused on these laws. We gotta convert people and change their hearts. And I was like, if Martin Luther King waited until he just converted every white racist in America to <laughs> just uh, segregation. It we'll would still be going on. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. Hey. And
0: that's,
1: that,
0: that's, that's not how this works. We would still be drinking off a you different know, faucet. You know what I'm saying? Let's <laughs> just <will> be clear. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, like,
1: that's, that's not how this works. And, you know, that's, and that's all.
0: No, oh, go, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was gonna say, man, th- that's the thing, and and you know, I I, I was saying yesterday to uh, I don't recall, but I said that <laughs> we have to be smarter as people. We need to know the laws. Oh, my homegirl Marty was over here, and and we was talking about that, you know, and she brought up a good point. Oh, you you just can't fire a cop because once they're in the union, no. they're in the union. So then now you it's have like to do it got to deal with the union lawyers, right? And the unions yeah. built to protect the workers. So it's not we as minorities need to be educated on what the system is before the we want to change is. the system. Exactly.
1: And then and that's what's important.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That's that's the key to all of it. You know, like 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 major we, we, key we need, we need to, is know it.
1: We need to you need you need to know the back door.
0: Exactly.
1: And, exactly. And I, but again I, I don't I don't think it's because we're not smart enough. You know, I mean, I think our people are smart. I think, I think that we just haven't been given the information that we need.
0: We got to go get it. We got to go get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I was telling you, I haven't told you, I I was telling my brother, I said, I I, I became part of a company, Wells Financial Group that deals with like life insurance, annuities and all that stuff. And I did Mm -hmm. it because they talk to you about financial planning. They give you a, a, Mm -hmm. a, a little brief course on how to make your money, something that we're not taught. You know, no. we're taught put your stuff in a four one k or ira and, and let it build, and nobody talks. Who taught about you that? Who taught you that? The schools, All right? Was it? Well, no, go, my mom was did it? because this, they taught her that. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't. Well, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say it's funny you
1: even got that much. Like, I don't know about you, Jay, but I didn't get any of that. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I, I didn't get I mean? none of that until I joined the navy. I'm, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was well, you got to think. By that I time, I'm a grown married man. By the time I'm talking about exactly to
0: deal with this stuff. <laughs> so me and him joined '97. So you got to think that's that's the time frame. Yeah. And, and back then in '97, TSP was only open on a seasonal a- a area. If you didn't know about it, it didn't open up full time for you to apply for TSP, which is a 401k until like 2003. That's when I've been putting 10 percent of my pay into it. So I don't want to get into financial stuff because that's a whole other Not topic. That, yeah. And 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 I'm, I'm gonna get to that. But what I'm saying is we when I say we need to get out there and get educated, we need to go look. We need to find because nobody's gonna give us that. Yeah. You know, and and, and, well, and, that's and that's go ahead. You know what? I was
1: I was talking with one of my boys down south, and he was like, Yo, here's the thing with the inner critics. He was like, I'm trained, we're we're trained that we protect our homes. I don't I don't expect the cops to protect my home. I expect me to protect my home. Mm-hmm. And and this is what, you know, one of my wife friends, I'm living with them out in Hiram, Georgia, and they they, they bought me my first gun. And they was like, Yeah, da da you know. And I was like and I was like, What? They so was like, What's what the cops are for, And they're like, No, they ain't. The cops in their mind the cops come clean up the mess.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you know way, my, you my you know my policy on it, brother. You you, you not seen what I yeah, have. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, you little crazy. You're a little you little crazy. You come to right, three, five, right. six, right. South right.
0: Avenue. I'm gonna let you know right now. Everybody in here knows how to shoot. Just just keep it clear. I'm gonna keep it hundred. My my twenty three year old, my sixteen year old, my thirteen year old, my wife, myself, you the dogs know how to do it. Okay. Um, hey, like like one of my friends said, the, the locks on my door are for your safety. Not mine. I like that. I like that. Be wary. You know what I'm saying? But look, bro, I'm not I'm not gonna keep much more of your time, bro, because we, we already probably pushed over an hour on this. Not that I don't mind talking, um, but I want to leave some some room for your podcast as well. Um, I'm gonna hit you offline so we can set up another time to talk about more stuff as well. But brother, I want to say thank yeah. you. I wanna say people to go support Paris. Uh he's on IG. What's your IG handle, Paris?
1: uh Paris 113.
0: Yep. Paris 113. Simple simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. And um That's it. He has a great family support him. Uh, a real the dude. abstract There you go. There you go. Let's go. Yeah, so let's check it out. It's only right before we leave. I've never done this before. I don't I don't normally do this. But why don't you close us out with a uh a, a prayer, bro? Amen. Uh Heavenly Father God, Lord,
1: we thank you so much the life, uh, the opportunity to, uh, engage technology and, and amplify our voices. I pray Lord that you just, uh, be with our world, be with our country, be with the family, uh, Jacob and what, what happened in Wisconsin. I pray Lord that we're able to not just beg for peace, but fight for change. I pray that you inspire us, that you give us the will that we need to engage the culture and really bring your message of love and reconciliation uh, to this world that we're in. I thank you so much to people like Frank who's using his skills, his experience, and his talent uh, to just be a voice in this world for change. Uh, and to just talk about things, God, and just put it out there. I thank you so much for his shenanigans. You know, (laughs) we always (laughs) have a good time. Uh, But I definitely pray for our world, Lord. 2020 has been a year for the book. But I pray that all this pain and the things that we're experiencing is not wasted, that we don't waste our suffering. But we learn from it, and we grow from it, and we make substantial change.
0: We bring all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen Amen and amen. Well, that's another episode of Frank's Unsolicited Advice. Introducing Paris and Tyson. Thank you for listening. God bless.